0: They still hate this. That's right. It's Joe Green. It's time to get back on the box. Start the music. I did an episode about the crisis on infinite earths part one. The first three parts, and I talked like for an hour. So I guess I got to do parts two to that, which talks about the other two episodes. To help me with that, I got Mr. Hero Talk here, Mr. Steve Thomas. Hey, everybody! <laughs> so we're gonna talk about it, and because honestly, I was disappointed,
1: and Steve, I believe you were disappointed too. I was, I was very much so. I shouldn't say completely disappointed. There were there are good moments in the right. show. Right. I don't know. I it's like we were we were just talking off mic. Maybe maybe there was too much hype, you know, from the get go. Maybe mm-hmm. our expectation was too high. Because mm-hmm. I felt a little bit let down, you know, the five part series.
0: Like where it left you off, I was okay. with Okay, Lex Luthor, you know, he replaced Brandon Ruth's Superman, and they were at the vanishing point, and all the worlds were destroyed, and it was like, okay, like it left you like okay, again, like the Oliver death, like he died in the first episode, and then he went back to get him, and then he wouldn't come back, and then he became the specter, so it left you with that. So when he finally picked up part four, like, in you know, a couple of weeks later, Barry has to find the ability to use the speed for it so he can go back in time so they can stop the monitor from using the experiment. And then there's that story, and then there's also the Spectre story, with Oliver being the Spectre.
1: I mean, that's okay. It's not a bad story, I guess. It's just uh, that was not what I was expecting or looking for in, in the in the crisis. I really, really did not expect the whole Spectre storyline. And I said, it's not that it was bad. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah, it was it a just, memory.
0: Yeah, just say, yeah, yeah. It's disappointing.
1: wasn't that big a deal, yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: because it's funny because, like I said, I watched the first couple episodes. I watched them like two times. I went back on the app and watched it. And then when parts four and five came out, I watched it that night. And I was like, "Okay, wow, that was that was it." I guess because you know, oh, we you know we kept hyped it up. It's gonna be the end game, and I said, "End game is fucked up." So many things in my life because I, I think well, it's gonna be this big, big finish, and it's not.
1: There are things that um, I think there should have been, even if they were only alluded to, and that there just weren't for seven years. The Arrowverse has teased me about the Green Lantern. You know, we go all the way back to season one of Arrow. And you've got little 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 bitty things—a mention of Coast City, Hal Jordan's bomber jacket in in, in the bar—you know, just little things. There's a scene where they actually have the power lantern. And what's this thing do? You know, all this stuff. And then the last year's crossover, you even get the setup. You get John Wesley's ship, Barry Allen come out, he sees Diggle. Oh, John, where's your ring? You set it up perfect. And what do I get? What do I get? Nothing. You don't get anything? Nothing. I get the specter. <laughs> I get the fucking specter. That's what I get. Seven years I waited. They even went so far prior to the crisis. They even went so far is to let you know that Diggle's got a stepdad who, guess what his name is? It. John Stewart. 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 <laughs> fucking John Stewart. Come on now.
0: Because I said I watched the first couple episodes multiple times and John cries Lex Luthor, who I do actually like now as Lex Luthor. He said, you know, to use the Book of Destiny, you need willpower and focus. That's what the Green Lantern Ring does. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so Diggle's going to get a ring, and he's going to use the book, and they're going to rewrite the multiverse. And that, that didn't happen. Like, the fourth part, like I said, they, they had the big fight between the Spectre Oliver and the Anti-Monitor. And then he redid the Big Bang and in his image.
1: Like, that's it? Some bang. Yeah, and then like the fifth part was just like a filler episode. All it was was, hey, um, you know, we kind of got this team now. We're all on one planet. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, you know, I own this warehouse. It just happens to look <laughs> like the Hall of Justice from the Super Friends. We say we hang out there, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get this little round looking table, and uh, we'll call it the Hall of Justice. Uh come on.
0: So that gives me. So in the fifth part, Oliver redoes the Big Bang as the Spectre, gives birth to the to the universe. Earth Prime, so everybody's in Earth Prime. So Black Lightning's there, Supergirl's there. So we got Black Lightning episode, Supergirl, but not all the heroes are there. Yeah. Team Flash, Team Arrow, Team Supergirl. I'm not even in the episode. Like, a couple people here and there. Yeah, but
1: but Gleek, the damn space Space monkey. Yeah,
0: we found Gleek at the end. The last three minutes, like, okay, it's Earth Prime, and they got the whole of Justice, and Gleek's in the Raptors. I was like, okay, that's pretty cute. But... That's your big ending to the, your epic crisis? Oh well, you know,
1: whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. We're, all politically correct on, we're all politically correct on these shows now. So oh. I look forward to next season when they introduce Apache Chief, Samurai, <laughs> Eldorado. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, like, so let's jump past the crisis. Did you
1: actually watch the last two episodes of Arrow? I didn't even bother. I heard the episode right after the crisis, which I was going to watch it, and but then a friend of mine at work had already watched it. Yeah, Graham Harper. Graham Harper, yeah. And he told me what it was. I was like, well, that has nothing to do with anything. Why do Yeah, because it the
0: Canary future. Right, spin-off. they were setting
1: up their pilot for a new show. And I'm like, okay, you're setting up a pilot of a show you haven't even officially picked up for sure yet. So really? I, that didn't interest me too much. And then the last episode, of course, is the funeral. And the yeah, flashbacks. and then you and that and there's nothing that uh, upset me. So
0: you learn that Oliver, when he redid the universe, brought back everybody that had died in Arrow, Captain Lance, his mom. So every impactful death, oh, everybody except Laurel Lance, the girl that he loved. <laughs> he kept evil <laughs> Laurel. Let, let's be honest, uh, like evil Laura is a little bit better than the original better, Laurel, anyway. But she lives. He brought back Captain Lance. He brought back his mom. Tommy. Uh, he Tommy. brought back Tommy Merlin. So every impactful death in Arrow that made
1: that show good, we just brought it back like nothing happened. And to me, that's a slap in the face. It was. That's very disrespectful. It's like, it's like seven years of wasting my time yeah. watching this show because nothing nothing happened. Nothing happened that mattered. Season two, that was like a defining moment. That should have been a moment that defined part of Oliver's character when, what's his nuts? Deathstroke. Death, thank you. Deathstroke. <laughs> kills his mom right in front of him and his sister. That should be a defining moment. It was a defining moment. Until you know, Oliver redid it. And now it matters. It doesn't matter. You know, I like Captain Lance's character. I loved Captain Lance's character. I was touched deeply when he died. The Captain Lance's death was amazing. And you
0: know what was even better? In season seven, last season, when Oliver and Laurel, Evil Laurel, were in that loop and Captain Lance kept on dying. The guy died like ten times in an episode. Yes. <laughs> it's like...
1: It's like, it's like like so, stop doing this to me So I mean I mean, it was heart wrenching And now That whole thing was meaningless You ripped out my heart And crushed it For no reason Come on man I was really disappointed So yeah So when my When my
0: favorite Superhero in Arrowverse, Barry Allen Goes back in time To save his mom and dad And creates Flashpoint Everybody's up in awe But fucking Oliver Could just rewrite The goddamn universe And bring back yeah. everybody Super. And we, we applaud
1: <laughs> and, why, and why So why couldn't Oliver Help out his buddy And bring back his mom and dad Oh yeah, of course. Nora and Doctor uh,
0: Island are still dead. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and we still hate Barry for Flashpoint. <laughs> the crisis was meaningless. There was no death, and I go back to the Crisis on Earth Act. when Professor Stein died. That was horrible. Oh yes. And then, then That had, was yeah, heart wrenching. Then you had to go to Legends, and then you had to deal with Relive die- it again. Yeah, and then they went back in time <laughs> with Young Stein when Jefferson tried to give him the the letter like Back to the Future. Like, you, hit, you got hit with that three times. Yes. And here, Oliver died twice because, because he died again as the Spectre. So, I'm like, so you brought him back to die again? And then he, he saved everybody and, and redid the world? Like, basically just
1: I'll tell you who re- Eradicate everybody. his world. I'll tell you who else saved everybody.
0: Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. <laughs> he'll save every one of us. And he'll be at the Galaxy Con that we're going to be at next weekend. Yes. So two weekends from now. From Ben Fitness recording. By the time... I get this out, you know, on the streets, you know, will we'll, we'll have, we'll have be been there. there. Yeah. It'll be past. And we'll talk about it. See, <laughs> we're time travelers. <laughs> Another thing. So now, because everybody's on Earth Prime, so Black Lightning and Supergirl all on the same Earth. I was kind of disappointed because, like, now I got to watch Supergirl because I am kind of curious because it left you with Lex Luthor as a good guy, as a good guy.
1: No, yeah.
0: he's in charge of that. of her the DEO. DEO. No. Luthor Corpus is a Luther Corp subsidiary. <laughs> so I was like, "Ooh, that could be really good because I like Lex Luthor now. I like I like John Cryer's character. He's not Lenny Luthor. He's actually a decent Lex Luthor." So I watched Supergirl, which I don't like, and only people that knew that of the multiverse being merged into one were the people from the Crisis, the Paragons so I was and whoever Martian Manhunter touched you head. because I was kind of curious like how are the storylines going to be affected well guess what they weren't John the Martian Manhunter can just touch you and say like, hey now you remember
1: everything well it's like Black Lightning they're now on the same earth had no knowledge of these people and well, now they're all there. It's like they were in this sheltered world, but it had no effect on them.
0: Superman did not exist in Black Lightning. He thought it was a comic book. And now he knows that Superman's real. And he lives in a world where Superman's real. Now, I, I do say this the writer's are a little bit better with Black Lightning because Freeland has been under a dome. They, they can't see what's going on in the outside world and what's going on in the inside the world. Watch Black Lightning season three. It's fucking great. So I'm not going to give that away yet. Uh, I'll give you a chance. But they're kind of disattached from the outside world. So him returning to that. It's almost okay. And, and then again, none of the characters really know what happened, and, and that's okay. Like in Supergirl, the characters didn't know what happened, but then, like, Lex Luthor told his mom what happened, and she believed them, and now she knows everything. So now she's reverted back to who she was. Like, that's fucking stupid. It, it had no impact. You know, I, I watched Flash. Now we're living in a post crisis world. But that show prepared for the crisis, and now they're dealing with, like, okay, Barry didn't die. I'm not going to bitch about what Barry Allen died. I, I did that last time. <laughs> but the show is still moving in the way it's supposed to. Like Arrow, the, the episodes were disappointing. I do say this. Uh, Batwoman, even though she's attached to Earth-1 and has kind of separated herself out, there was a small impact. A doppelganger of her twin sister, Alice, came to Gotham. So you had good Beth versus evil Alice. We haven't talked about Batwoman and maybe we'll talk about it when the season's Ended. I think it's a good show. They had a couple episodes, which is total social justice warrior, which is fucking stupid. Uh, I'll say right now the fact that the bat woman in her mask has to come out as an open lesbian makes zero sense to me because she's wearing a mask to hide her identity, but it, she's telling everybody she's gay. <laughs> it's like, see, that makes absolutely no, I was almost yeah. speechless. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, uh, it, it makes absolutely no sense to me. I I don't care that her character is gay. I don't care if she's gay in real life. You know, that's cool. I'm okay with that. It doesn't bother me. I, I am thankful a little bit that it is a little bit more subdued on Batwoman than it is on Supergirl. Yeah. Supergirl they just throw that shit in your fucking face and you know, they just they they just pick a social justice topic of the day. Sometimes it's gun control in a show where the bitch is fucking bulletproof. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, <laughs> lesbian <laughs> rights or gay rights. You know, whatever more power to those movements but it's not what I want to see yeah, in my yeah, show it
0: doesn't go with the story
1: so it, it's a little more subdued in Batwoman although it's there you know it's there there's absolutely no reason to say that Batwoman is gay because is you're hiding your yeah. identity I mean it doesn't matter right. what Batwoman is Batwoman should be nothing Yeah, That episode with Kate talked about coming out and how she knew that, that was where
0: way he expressed himself and now she realized that as a superhero she has to repress that part of you know like that was you tie that in that, that works but Batwoman coming out gay because a cop is trying to get with her. That was fucking stupid.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and and, and it totally just ruined the mood. It's like, because they have a great villain in Alice. And then with the crisis, bringing the doppelganger of what Alice's life would have been if she was saved was great. That's my only hiccup with the Batwoman. Really, I think that was the only show that kind of totally had an impact with the crisis cuz like, I Supergirl had I had a whole bunch of Brainiacs and Doppelgangers there and like and I couldn't watch it. I just turned it off because it, it
1: was Supergirl. I just I just don't like Supergirl. I just don't watch it. I just Supergirl lost me around the gang of season 3 I guess somewhere in there. It, me it was the gun it was a gun control
0: episode. Yeah. You know, it's it's one thing to put your your point out, but you know, there's two two views to everything. Like I say it, it's done in Black Lightning well. It's written well into the story. But the crisis had no impact on all the shows, except that little minor things. And it's like
1: it never happened, really.
0: Yeah, which, which sucks, because Crisis on Earth X was a good crossover. The last one, Elseworlds, when they switched, and that was good. All the crises have been good. All you know, the crossovers have been good. It's just this one, it, it left no impact, and that's the most disappointing thing, I guess you can say.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I, I was... I was disappointed in that fact, that uh, there weren't really any ramifications. There should have been more consequences to the crisis. Right. That whole Spectre thing, Oliver basically racing seven years of plot, bothers me. I feel like I wasted my time watching Arrow, you know.
0: Yeah, I definitely will go back and watch it, because you know, in the end, it has no meaning.
1: They kind of killed that for me. Arrow itself, as far as the current universe of heroes on the CW... Arrow is what started it. You know, they, They've had some great characters and some great stories. Uh, Deathstroke is amazing. The guy that played him is an mm-hmm. amazing actor. You had Brother Blood. You had... Yeah. Uh,
0: Even uh, um, Prometheus.
1: I like Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus was good. In fact, the only villain I really didn't care for too much was uh, Diaz. Da- Dam- Who's that? Uh, Diaz. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's funny because like, the the better actors they had as
0: villains were, I think, were the worst villains like Damien Dark. Yes.
1: I don't know. It's just... Uh, I, I just think they uh, it was a, it was a shitty way to go out for Arrow. I agree, and yeah,
0: and the crisis didn't help. Uh, it, it's sad because, like, I say you, I've said it and you said it like in, in previous podcasts, you know, like how we love the Arrowverse. It's just I don't know. I, I mean, they had a year to prepare. If this is what they came up with, I'm totally disappointed. Yeah, and and the direction yeah. of the shows are going, I'm totally disappointed. They supposedly there's a there's a pilot for the Superman Lois show with
1: with his two kids. Yeah, there's they're gonna do a pilot of that. There'll be a pilot of the Canary.
0: I know you didn't see it, and I'll spoil it, but John Diggle did get his ring. So it, here's, yes. here's another thing. That, remember when Arrowverse used to be chronological? So if it happened on Tuesday, and in, in The Flash on Wednesday, it was affected. So yeah. John Diggle got his ring, and then the next week on The Flash, he was still moving to Metropolis because he didn't. we didn't talk about it. Kind of pissed off about that. I don't know. I mean, he has a ring. He's moving to Metropolis. They got a Superman show there. Um, one of the Canaries... She went to Metropolis, so maybe we can have them show up in this Superman show. And that's if these those shows even, even get, get, off get the picked ground. up. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, they got to get past the pilot stage. To be honest with you, I'm more interested in the possibility that uh, Brandon Ralph may be reprising this role as Superman for a show. Brandon Ralph was DC Universe.
0: spectacular as Superman. He, he f- was, and I, and I've said it many times. If he had the opportunity to be Superman and not be forced to play. Christopher Reeves' Superman, which he actually did well. I mean, he captured the mannerisms well. Brian Singer tried to remake. He did a, a Richard Donner Superman movie. He did with Brandon Routh trying to be Christopher Reeves. If he can just be Superman like he was in The Crisis,
1: he's fucking awesome. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I'd rather see him show in a show. Maybe in a DC universe that that was the rumor because they have that Star Girl coming out. And The Crisis at the end, you saw that there was a multiverse because had the Star Girl, the the DC Titans, yeah. the, the Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. they they had they showed what Earth they were at, but the Earth Prime people can't see that there's a multiverse. So that's another thing that's upsetting me because the Star Girl is gonna come out in the springtime, and I'm curious to see is there gonna be any effect to the multiverse. So I guess that's just they were saying these are separate. We all know they're here. They are connected because they had the the cameo. Ezra Miller flash.
1: Yes. Oh, God.
0: Of all the characters they could pick, they had to pick one that I like the least. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I've said it many times. He's not my flash. <laughs> and, of course, he has a cameo in The Crisis with Barry Allen in the Speed Force, with Grant Gustin. I mean, it was kind of cool. It's just that the guy's flash is not good. You know, one of the many reasons why Justice League is not good. It, it does show that the everything's connected like Marvel, you know, in a multiverse. Which I'm okay with, but let's just keep it separate, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, and the problem is, in the DC world, Warner Brothers owns all of it. So there's no reason not to be, whether it's the movies, whether it's the DC Universe channel, you know, the streaming Mm -hmm. channel, or if it's a CW. But, you know, they don't really tie them together anyway, so why even make yeah. an attempt?
0: Yeah, just keep it separate. I, I was okay with that. Like I said, it was a cool little cameo. It was surprising. I put it on Facebook. My cousin's like, oh my god, They're like, really? Yeah, it's the DCEU Flash is with, you know, the Arrowverse Flash. It-, it was a neat little cameo, but if that's the best thing you're going to hit at me in Parts 4 and 5, yeah, you- you're-, you're lost. Look, man, my, my favorite cameo, Tom Willow. was huh? Smallville. You know, and here's another <laughs> thing, too. You're
1: not my Lex.
0: <laughs> they had all these cameos in the beginning. They rebuilt the multiverse, and then, like, they didn't bring those people back? Yeah. Yeah, what, what was up with that? Like, come on, man. So many disappointments in the crisis. See, even your dog is disappointed. That's why he's barking about it. He is. He's pissed off. <laughs> he, he, heard the, he heard the crisis. doing went nuts.
1: Oh, man. You got any last words on the crisis? No, I mean that pretty much sums it up. I, I mean, like I said, in general, I liked it. I mean, it was it had some really good stuff going on. There were some neat things that they did. I, I really liked the uh, the throwback cameos to Smallville, some of the other stuff, and I enjoyed that part. And uh, I enjoyed the story. I, I, like I said I had some problems with the Specter thing, and you know some of this other stuff. But in general, I give it one, one thumbs up out of two. <laughs> and uh, it's worth a watch if you haven't had a chance to see it yet. But uh, don't get your hopes up. Don't uh, plan on it affecting anything you watch ever again because it doesn't. And uh, go with that. I, I
0: agree. I want to thank uh, the Steve for for coming out here. I forced him to do this episode. <laughs> Because, I said, I, I did start something. I, I, I'd never finished finish anything. I said, let me just do the last two episodes. And we were here. We talk about it. And I, I thank you for voicing your opinion. And you see that I'm not alone. We're, we're gigantic Arrowverse fans. Absolutely. And we were disappointed in the outcome. I don't know, hopefully, hopefully it gets better, but uh, man, I'd like the quoteth uh, in Star Wars, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: Flash is still Flash. Yeah. Flash is still pretty good.
0: Legends is still Legends.
1: I like the Legends. I'm disappointed that Brandon Routh is going to be leaving the Legends at the end of this season, so we'll see where that goes, what happens there. But uh, Legends, Legends is pretty good. I, I really like the Legends. Black Lightning? Yeah. Black, Black Lightning is good. Fantastic show. Batwoman seems to be getting better, I think.
0: Batwoman, it, it, Alice is definitely top 10 villain, our verse. Of all the shows. Absolutely. Definitely top 10, maybe top 7, top 5. So that that's really what's saving this show. And when they don't do the social justice warrior shit.
1: Yeah, if they keep it straight, we're telling just a good, you know, basically, well, basically, let's face it, it's a crime fighting story because that's what Batman, <laughs> that Batman universe is. So they keep it to that. It's good. But the show is actually pretty decent. Supergirl, well, I'll catch an episode here and there. I still watch it occasionally. I. I just don't feel it anymore. They, they they just went over the top for me. So I'm not the paragon of hope because I lost all hope in her <laughs> the paragon of hope yeah. in her show. In general, the universe is out there. Hopefully we'll get some more shows and uh Yeah, we'll see it happens. Up. it's good being here. Thanks for having me on again.
0: Oh thank you. No problem. I, I, I thank you. Like I really twist your arm on this one. I
1: don't want to do this by myself. I didn't wanna just bitch by myself. <laughs> It's rough. It, it's, it was, like I said, it was, it, it was a rough crossover. In yeah. general, I like what was going on. There are just a lot of things that either make no sense or they just shouldn't have been in there at all. But I, I want to expressly thank Tom Welling making an appearance on the show because that was my favorite scene in the whole... <sighs> The yep, whole crossover and
0: and say it We'll be you'll be able to thank him in person when we see yep. him at the Richmond Galaxy Con Hell yeah, yeah looking forward to it looking forward to meeting him and Rosenbaum and uh, yeah, John Glover again we're going to remind him that he called us perverts because we liked his character yes <laughs> yep uh, you'll hear us talk about that well, maybe we can get in a green screen and, and talk about that and then talk about some of the, the new stuff that's out there there's, there's all types of comic book stuff we could talk about
1: yeah, absolutely I'd like to see some new movies here in the future not just Marvel movies I know we're getting some Marvel movies coming soon but other things I'd like to see some more DC stuff I just I wish they would do better at it I know they're working on the Shazam and Shazam mm-hmm. was actually really good mm-hmm. so I look forward to that yeah the Birds of Prey out I haven't seen it
0: I've heard mixed feelings about it I don't expect Hero Talk to go-
1: I'll be talk honest. about Birds of Prey. I'll be honest. I'll, pr- I'll probably watch Birds of Prey, but I'll probably wait until it comes to cable. Uh, I'm I, not going to go to the theater yeah. and watch it. Yeah. I will go see Shazam. If it's half as good as the first one, it'll be a good movie. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Yeah, so when school's over, expect some more Hero Talk. Absolutely. All right, I thank you again, Mr. Hero Talk, for, for getting on the box. Thank you guys for listening, and we're out. Before you go and get to your next podcast, let me ask you, did you ever think about doing your own podcast? If so, and you don't know where to start off with, let me tell you, I use Buzzsprout. It's very user-friendly, it's easy to get your audio downloaded, and the Buzzsprout team is passionate about helping you succeed. With Buzzsprout, you'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episodes. Sprout will get your show listed in every major podcast platform so that you can get your message out to the world. So if you want to start a new podcast, just follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. They'll give you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. So if I can do a podcast, you can do it too. And just remember, podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And Buzzsprout is the right partner to have to start your new podcast. So again, thanks for listening. I'm Joe Green, and I'll catch you next episode.